Hey, hey, friends, welcome to the Fresh Life Podcast. My name is Leah Peeper, and you have just jumped on on our first episode of the Redemption series. We are beyond pumped for this series because we think this is a perfect time to be hearing stories of redemption. We'll get into a little bit of how God called us to start this series in the episode, but we just wanted to let you know that we pray for you, we think of you as we are creating these series. We think that this is exactly what God has for us all in this season, to be encouraged by stories of redemption into worship of Him. So without further ado, pull up a chair. Let's get started. Hey, hey, welcome to the Fresh Life Podcast. My name is Leah Peeper, and I'm so glad that you're here. I'm here with Lisa and Tara. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) So funny. And we are here in Lisa's living room. And if you're tuning in for the first time, we're so glad that you're here. Truly, truly Mm -hmm. so glad. Mm -hmm. Our hope with this podcast is to shape the next generation through life-on-life discipleship. And we want to do that with you. We want this podcast to be equipping and encouraging in your discipleship journey. Today, we are starting a brand new series that we are stoked to begin with you. A few months ago, as we were planning what we wanted to do with season three, we all just felt a heaviness. We were seeing just that heaviness seep into our lives, our culture, and our world. We just felt like we were craving hope. We were seeing so much pain and suffering and truthfully seeing the effects of sin in our minds were needing a win. We were desperate for a God win. What can we say? Mm -hmm. Do you feel that and sense that in your world too? So this series is called Redemption because we are sharing some incredible real life stories of God meeting the women and men around us and bringing life and freedom healing and restoration, rescue, joy, and redemption to what has felt hopeless and what has felt too far gone to repair. Lisa, Tara, would you share a little bit about how you personally are looking forward to hearing these stories of how God brought redemption to the people around us? In what ways are you really needing to hear these? One of the things I love about how this series is kind of come into play is that these stories weren't hard for us to find, Mm -hmm. Um, but they're stories that you really get to see God's redemption in. And I just think there's so many women who have experienced the redemption of God, who have stories um, where they can see God at work in them. And sometimes we we forget our own stories. Sometimes um, the people around us, we, we might not know a deeper story that they have, but this was one where it didn't take us long Mm -hmm. to start naming people that we have seen the incredible redemption of God in. And I just think that um, for me was really fun because it reminds me of the way God works and he works so differently in different people and the things that he, he really does redeem that we feel like are too far gone or whatever. And I just think this has been a really fun one to sit with. And I I can't wait to hear all the stories. I think um, our listeners are going to love it, but I think personally for me to needing to hear these stories or this series of redemption gives me the hope that we're talking about and reminds me of just, the the variety of ways that God works. He doesn't just work one way. He doesn't only work mm-hmm. in certain crazy types of stories. We have stories where he redeems all sorts of things in, yeah. in women's lives. And I love that. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, as we were thinking of these stories, you're right. We were just like, wow, God has done so much just mm-hmm. in the people around us and in our own lives as well. And mm-hmm. it's that's encouraging to think about amidst suffering, amidst discouraging thing after thing yeah. happening. We yeah. need to remember, like you had said in the intro to season three, like these are altars, right, mm-hmm. of God's redemption and his faithfulness that we look to to be reminded of his goodness and the way he makes true on his promises. Yeah, absolutely. They point us to who he is. They, right. We need to know his character if we're going to walk by faith with him. And so these stories help us define his character and see his character so clearly, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Lisa, how about you? So agree with all of that. And, I, you know, I think for me, I can tend to think I know what my life should look like. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like probably a lot of you that you have a happy childhood good education, you meet a great guy, you can have a happy marriage with as many children as you want, and your children are going to thrive and everything's going to go easy. (laughs) Then you end your life with the legacy of all these grandchildren, and at the end, you had a good life. And that is not how God works. And, you know, it's like, that's the ideal of what, you know, and the definition, like you said, of what I've given what a good life would look like and there's disappointment and discouragement and we make bad choices and you know there's the valleys like you said Leah and the the high points and you know there's things we don't get to have and there's just all these different parts of life um, and along those different ways that God works we see him in a whole mm-hmm. new way and he draws us to himself and we're desperate for him and in the, the need for him, we see like who he is in a bigger way mm-hmm. and the way he comforts us in the times of loss and mm-hmm. all the things you wouldn't ask to have in your life. So when you ask me why I look forward to it, I think hearing these stories and remembering like how God's done that in my life helps me redefine what good is mm-hmm. yeah. and yeah. like what a, a full, meaningful life is. Mm-hmm. And so seeing these stories and already hearing a few of the ones we're going to share, um, it just makes me see how big God is Mm -hmm. and that my little first definition of just this easy path, he just wants so much more for us. Mm -hmm. And it kind of reminds me when we're in the middle of the discouragement or the destruction or whatever the hard parts are, that he isn't finished. Mm -hmm. And then he's still like building out the story and he's still Mm -hmm. working. And like you said, he's, you know, he knows the end. Yeah. And so um, that's what I just can't wait. Yeah. I know it's already been that for me and I can't wait for <laughs> mm-hmm. that to be more, but yeah, I just have an idealistic little attitude. <laughs> it's like he's just bigger than that. Yeah. 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 Some of what you're referring to is what I said during our prayer before we jumped on the podcast. Right. But yes. um yeah, we were just talking about how God's perspective on redemption is that he sees that end story. Mm-hmm. He already knows the outcomes mm-hmm. and he we can trust him in those outcomes and trust him to be the God who sees the whole picture, but knows the redemption that's coming. And that is a characteristic or a perspective that we don't always see when we're in those valleys or we're in the thick of the dark night, you know, we just feel alone. Yeah. I mean, don't you like a lot of times it looks like everybody else got that first plan, the easy road Mm -hmm. and that it just looks so easy. And I'm thinking he's just, causing me to go deep. And it's like Mm -hmm. my friends and even family don't know like the deep soul work that he's doing in my life. I feel alone. And then you hear other women's stories and how he worked and that they're even harder than your own story. 
and you just don't feel alone mm-hmm. and that yeah. you have hope together, you know, yeah. and watching someone else walk through it too, to me is so helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, when I'm at a certain point and I had a woman who was in a wheelchair that came to a Bible study that I did, she would have to get up like two hours early to just get dressed. And then she would wow. go to the bus stop and get on a bus and then come to the church that this Bible study mm. was being held. And she always had the best, most mm-hmm. grateful attitude. And I was thinking, I don't think I would have that attitude that she does and <laughs> probably work as hard as she is working to come up mm-hmm. to be in the word together, you know, Yeah. but just having those women in my life to go back to that helps me think this is not that bad. Mm-hmm. And I remember hearing her story or watching her do this and she, she modeled that so beautifully for me, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so cool. I think for me, this series personally is coming at a time where I feel like the Lord is bringing Reese and I out of a season of unbelief. And like, we weren't, we just really didn't, we weren't seeing a lot of the redemption, but we weren't asking for it either. We weren't like engaging God in some areas of just brokenness or suffering. We were just like, it is what it is. Like just kind of the Lord just convicted us of, I feel like you're cultivating this unbelief Mm. in that and we want he wants us to walk in hope and belief that he is a god who loves to bring healing and redemption and freedom to (laughs) those things and so but maybe not unbelief it probably is some of that but maybe sometimes we tend to settle because Mm -hmm. we are like the life on this side of heaven is hard Mm -hmm. yeah and so we forget to ask yeah Mm -hmm. and we forget how big he is and what he wants to do and how he wants to draw us in Mm mm-hmm yeah, I think it is both for sure. Yeah. So I'm, I love that um, in this, we're going to be talking about stories where we have looked back and seen the redemption, essentially, because sometimes redemption, like you said, Lisa, it's really hard to see when you're in the middle of something hard. But I think one of the things that's true about all of us is like, there are probably areas in our life that God is working at redeeming. Mm -hmm. There are probably misbeliefs. There are probably things that we're holding on tightly to. There are probably things that he is in the process of redeeming right now. And so I would pose that most women, including us listening to this podcast, are in the middle of something that he is redeeming. Mm, And I think that gives hope. And I think too, like if you find yourself in the middle of something hard and like you're talking about, like sometimes those stories encourage us. There's just so much hope in being able to just hand that to the Lord and to be able to hear other people who are walking with him and, and to say, this is hard, like don't deny it, but at the same time be able to have a broader perspective of Mm -hmm. the fact that God is always working. He's Mm -hmm. always redeeming. His goal is for us to come to the fullness of who he designed us to be, you know? And so it's like, I think sometimes we just wait. We want that end end part. We want to see the other side. We want to be able to look back, but the reality is a lot of us are sitting in it right now. So Mm -hmm. that's good. So this idea of sharing how God has been faithful to redeem and gracious to bring redemption is very biblical. Mm -hmm. These types of stories are what generations of people have looked back on in Scripture to be encouraged in their faith. So, guys, let's talk a little bit about the power of sharing stories and testimonies like these. I just love when you look at the Bible. It's a book about redemption. Yep. And all the smaller stories within the Bible point back to the bigger story. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, what is redemption? It's that we're saved. and. Mm -hmm. 
um, that we've been bought with a price. Mm-hmm. And But I think of that bigger story of how much God loved us, that he wanted a relationship with us, that he was willing mm-hmm. to send his one and only beloved son to die on the cross to pay the penalty for our sin, and that we are saved, mm-hmm. and that he's redeemed us. And all these stories go back to that one main story. Mm-hmm. And just going back to that, how much he loves us. Like, do we realize that he lets us go through all these hardships and different, you know, valleys Mm -hmm. in order to see him in a bigger way? Mm -hmm. And what he did when he sent his son for us, like, can we even grasp the love he had for us Mm -hmm. to allow his son to die for us that we have been redeemed? And so I think when we go to these stories that we're going to share and even how we share how God's working in our own life, it just keeps pointing back to him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think we... The Bible has used story, like you said, Lisa, to remind us of the bigger picture, but it's used story in ways that are very practical for us in our time um, because we can we can tell a story of the way God has used us or the, the things that he's doing in our lives or how he, he interacted with a friend of ours. And it does the same thing to the hearts of those hearing in our generation as it did 2,000 years ago when people heard stories of the faith. And I think, you know, like um, we talk about Hebrews 11 and the the chapter of faith and things like that. It's like, these are all stories Hmm. and that's what they, they would pass down and they would remind um, in order to strengthen the believers in order to have them keep walking the thing that God designed for them. Hmm. I think, I think we can do that same thing now with story. Mm -hmm. And I love that the Bible just models that for us. I mean, you think of the person who's lost and you think of the shepherd Mm -hmm. who secured the 99 to go after the one and how he pursues you. Mm -hmm. It's like we get to refer back to that, but that's happening now. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think of the people who are misguided and um, they just have lost their faith and, you know, um, they're off squandering whatever their family legacy is. And I think of the prodigal son Mm -hmm. and just the stories we can go back to in scripture, but how they so much relate. You know, I talked to a lady yesterday that's just grieving one of her children, doesn't want anything to do with her, her husband, and won't let them have any time with the three granddaughters. And I just got home and I thought that is another redeeming story of Abraham and Isaac and having to lay things at the altar and like mm-hmm. have to literally hand it back over to God and lay it on the altar. Mm-hmm. And what God did to bring, you know, the substitute ram um, and how we don't know how that's going to play out in this woman's life, but mm-hmm. we have the story mm-hmm. and we know who he is and what he can do. Mm-hmm. But so many times those things feel so impossible to pray. Mm-hmm. And so um, that's what I hope is as we recall what God has done and how he's shown us all through scripture yeah. that we can stand and say he can do the impossible. And we have faith because we've seen it, mm-hmm. but we know who God is. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. more than anything that we just keep remembering who God is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I couldn't agree with you guys more on that. So what kind of stories are we looking forward to hearing? Well, you know, I think of you, Leah, and with your health journey. Yeah. And I would love to hear a story of someone who really had you know, the, the pains and struggles of health issues and has yeah. seen how God has worked through that. Mm-hmm. And like we talk a lot about that as mm-hmm. a team, like, do we have faith that God could heal you? Mm-hmm. And, you know, so I would like to hear a story. I would like that, too. You know, <laughs> just to give us hope in that and mm-hmm. just to remind us. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I know I talk to a lot of women about just their children. And when I share my own stories of how God has worked, um, of just that, you know, when our, our kids are off doing things that 
disappoint us or grieve. You know, we know it grieves us, but we know it grieves the Lord that there's hope in that. And so um, I think a few of those stories of just that how God has brought kids back to him mm-hmm. and that we can let go and trust God in that um, mm-hmm. is something that I'm really passionate about. Yeah. Absolutely. I'd like to hear a few marriage stories because I yep. know that's something that people <laughs> that we deal with all every day is a decision. And mm-hmm. a lot of people, even you listening, might think you're on your last mm. straw and that you don't know if you're going to make it. And hearing a story of how God can turn a marriage around to actually not just get you know by, but truly have passion and love for each other again, I, yeah. I'd like to hear. Mm-hmm. One of those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sounds amazing. <laughs> what about you guys? <laughs> One of the things I think I'm looking forward to in this series, too, about the stories and the stories we'll be hearing um, is the fact that we always look for redemption in a, a way that we think redemption will happen, but God so often redeems sideways or he redeems in ways that we don't anticipate and then they end up being amazing and i think that's what um i'm excited to hear about is how sometimes our plan isn't the best plan and we know that cognitively but to see it play out and to watch god do something incredible in the lives of people um our pastor a few months ago was doing a talk and he was um, talking about when the israelites left Egypt and they were going to the promised land, they did not take the most direct route. And he said a phrase that I like keep going back to my head. He said, sometimes God has to take us south to go north. Mm. And I thought that is so Mm. true. And I think that's true. in a lot of the redemption stories we hear is like, it doesn't always go the most direct route. God is doing something in our lives and, but it's always beautiful. And so I'm excited about that. So is South like rock bottom? Yeah. <laughs> or is it, or is it right? Yeah. Direction? Or is it down? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Because <laughs> I, mean, I know we have a few of those stories yeah. that we already know are going to be part of this mm-hmm. um, little series. Is yes. when you think that things are just a mess and there's no way mm-hmm. that anything good could come out of it, and how so much good comes out of it. Well, I just kept thinking, which might be funny, but this is the way my brain was working. <laughs> I just kept thinking, we're all the Israelites directionally challenged, did they not realize they were going literally the opposite direction that they needed? Or were they like just, they're following what God is saying and they know, but sitting there at night going, why are we going south instead of, like this makes no sense in my brain. And I feel that sometimes when I'm in a season that needs redeeming, I feel like this makes no sense in my brain. Why am I going south when I think that we're supposed to be going to a promised land that's north and the Lord is like doing it on purpose because there's something south that we need to learn before we can even go north. See, I even love that you say that because the older you are and the longer you walk with the Lord, you start to see rhythms. Mm -hmm. And so when things are so chaotic or so like unbelievable, like you couldn't make it up, that's when I like... I think God is up to something because you can't orchestrate everything going wrong the way it has. Like yeah. He yeah. must have yeah. a different plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So good. Well, I'm so excited to dive into this series with you as we just hear these testimonies of God's mm-hmm. power and his grace and goodness in our lives. So we'll see you guys back next week for episode one of the redemption series. I know we just gave you a tiny little taste of what's ahead, but I hope it gets you excited and ready for all of these stories that are coming at you starting next week. 
We are starting with Cammie's story, and we can't wait for you to just to hear the complexities of this story and how God has moved in Cammie's life through all sorts of hills and valleys. We can't wait to just dive into these stories, hear the hard, but hear also the ways that God has brought reason for rejoicing and redemption. And we can't wait for you to be along the ride with us. We'll see you guys back next week.